Hello, this is Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, the UK podcast for the pop culture geek, technology nerd, and creative wizard. This is episode 221, recorded on Sunday, the 28th of October, 2018. And I'm going to stop reading out the title of this podcast because it constantly changes and it is frankly a little embarrassing. But as you've noticed, I've almost gone back to the original title, just missing out the Rusty. And yeah, I have been away also because I have been ill with the flu that I ironically got pretty badly a few days after having the vaccination. Very, very ironic of the universe. Thank you, universe. But that isn't the only reason I've been away. After the flu, I had... I don't know what I had. Some kind of post-viral fatigue or something. But I felt like death. It almost felt as bad as the flu itself, and I'm still recovering from that. And actually, let that be a lesson to everyone who is middle-aged and single out there. Don't act as if you're 18, 21, 16, a teenager. You'll die. And I have not been looking after myself, haven't been eating properly, haven't been drinking properly. (laughs) alcohol, but uh, water, so I was dehydrated, didn't have the right vitamins inside of me, didn't have enough calories, probably. I am recovering slowly. It's taken its toll this time, though. I definitely think that rhinovirus and all its lovely variant strains is my kryptonite, so I hope I don't have a cold for a long time, or the flu, particularly the flu. Ah, oh, I was so wiped out. I'm still wiped out. So yeah, nerds out there, middle-aged nerds, who are single and haven't really got anyone to look after them apart from themselves, be careful. Oh, what else can I tell you about? Well, I've got to start off by saying that this isn't going to be a long podcast because, as I said, I'm still very tired. But I thought I'd at least stick my head in through the door so that you know that I still exist. So many things we've missed technology-wise. The Google Plus data breach. The Apple ID data breach, which is such old news now it's hardly worth going into. And, of course, Facebook's portal turns out that it can actually be used to collect data, but Facebook probably won't. <sighs> yeah, right. <sighs> Before I go into the next bit of geeky stuff, what else has been happening? Sorry, this is a bit random and all over the place, because today I've got handwritten show notes for a change. I'll see how this goes. I quite like the idea of doing handwritten show notes because it forces me to write less, but it is an awful scrawl until I get used to writing with a pen again, because 
we all write with keyboards nowadays. Yeah. The notes are all over the place, and the next item, stupidly, is something that should have been at the beginning. But yeah, as I said, I was a bit ill. I won't go on about that too much, but sympathy is nice. But one of the other things, apart from just not taking care of myself, that really hammered me was the fact that in the same week that I get ill, the boiler broke, so there was no heating for a considerable amount of time. But I am happy to report that it does seem to be working again, and it better remain working. But there are other things around the house that are still buggered, but I'll get onto them when I'm a little better. But yeah, I do hope that that boiler stays fixed, because it did cost an arm and a leg to fix it. Ah, yeah. Let's get back onto the nerd stuff. Daredevil Season 3. I box-setted the entirety of Season 3 over the last two days, while I've been recovering from this horrendous post-flu malaise thingy. And it's very good, but it's very, very depressing. If I had known that going in, I might have waited until I was feeling better, or just waited a few months till my endorphin levels were so high and I was so happy and jumping around with joy that I could do with being taken down a peg or two. But I didn't. I've just finished watching it today, and just steal yourself, because it's not a happy journey. That is not to say that it isn't good, it is, but yeah. Have the Barocca on standby. But let me actually tell you a bit about it. This season, we're coming off the tail end of seeing Electra die and then carted off by the hand, I think. And... This season's the fallout from that, with Matt trying to get healthy again, and also encountering the psychopathic maniac serial killer Bullseye, one of my least favourite supervillains. It's just everything about that guy annoys me. But the way they handle Bullseye is quite clever and is quite engrossing, it's just like I said, all a bit depressing, and you will come to hate Bullseye, and you will also come to really, really hate Kingpin. Though, I must say, Vincent D'Onofrio is doing such a good job with that character. I also noticed, I think on the last episode, the way that he... He uses his vocal inflections to convey power. And the way he does it is just by overemphasizing the ends of words like, I shall convey my power by overemphasizing my words. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not sure if Vincent is doing the method, or whether he's just written down these notes to himself about how he's going to do the kingpin. But maybe I'm being 
a bit too critical because he is doing a slap-up job. He is. Really. (laughs) Okay, if there is any real criticism I have of this season, and now I can't stop talking like Kingpin, it's the fight scenes with Bullseye, because his superpower of being able to throw everyday objects with lethality is ridiculous. I mean, come on. A deadly plate? A deadly frying pan? It's just silly. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what else to talk about. Ah, yeah, perhaps I should tell you about the future plans for the show. The future plans of the show are that the show will continue. That's about all I've worked out so far. I have lots and lots of stuff to talk about, but doing a long show right now is just something that I can't do, so I'll dribble out shorter shows for the time being until we get through all that nerdy stuff that we all like. By nerdy stuff, I mean not just technology, but quite a lot of pop culture stuff. I saw quite a few films while I was ill, so that's something we can talk about. I did see The Incredibles too, but yeah, let's leave that for another time. I do have a few unrecommendations this week. Now, I didn't go back and listen to the last podcast, so I'm not sure whether I've already said this, but I have mentioned for a few years that I had a Moto G 3rd Gen from 2015, and it's been a bit up and down with it, but it's been a fairly good phone until quite recently, almost coinciding with my very localised flu epidemic. Yeah, the phone is busted. I can only now receive calls using the speaker, which is why I missed so many calls. So if you did call me on your phone, if you are one of the few people who actually know my phone number and tried to call, that's the reason I didn't answer. Because I either accidentally hung up trying to get the phone to work, or something else went wrong. But yeah, I have been told that to repair my 2015 phone in one of those market stalls where they repair phones, well, one of the repairers refused to do it. He just said, it's not worth the trouble, go somewhere else. He actually said, go somewhere else. I did go somewhere else, and the other phone repairer said it cost £30, but I'm not sure that's really worth repairing then. I haven't decided on a new phone yet, but at the moment it is ridiculous. I'm walking around with the old Moto G in my pocket to do all the smart stuff. And I've got a Nokia something or other dumb phone that at the moment contains my SIM card. I thought maybe trying to cope with a dumb phone and just not bothering with a smartphone, but it is absolutely impossible. I'm just not that suited to having that little technology. 
I'll let you know how that goes, but I do need a new phone. Hopefully not something expensive though, because I can't afford it. Another thing that took the inopportune time to destroy itself is my HP 210 4000 netbook. Yeah, remember those? It is busted. Yep. What happened was, after years of keeping it really, really nicely in a neoprene slipcase, and the neoprene slipcase inside one of those corporate Targus air-cushioned bags that used to be a thing. Do you remember those? Very good case. But anyway, I was ill, so doing household chores, like putting your laptop back in its case is something that I forgot to do. The coffee table jolted, and the laptop took a dive. It only took a dive of about a foot, and nothing appeared to be wrong for a few weeks. And then I noticed one day, although it all works, the battery was getting lower and lower, and finally it said, charger connected Battery not charging? No, 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 no. Hold on. I think it said AC connected, battery not charging. I looked up all the solutions to this problem, tried them all, and no, none of them work. I can't see any visible damage, so I'm guessing it's something inside. Again, it's a question of going to the repairers, who have said they'll give me a no-cost quote, but it doesn't look good. I've been... Thinking about how good my hardware is. And I've noticed all the mobile phones I've had, particularly the smartphones, all three of them, have all broken. I started off with an iPhone 4S. The Wi-Fi went on that. It was the heat problem. Apparently... The Wi-Fi aerial can become desoldered, or something like that. That was a known fault in those Apple phones. The next one was Moto E, that went back for repairs two or three times, until I did something stupid to it. I'm not sure what. Ah, yeah, dropped it in the toilet. Yep, that old cliche actually did it. So that got replaced with the Moto G 3rd Gen 2015, and as I've just mentioned, that's no longer working. And then, of course, there's all the laptops I've had. All of them, without exception, have broken for various reasons. And with these last two breakages, that's absolutely great, isn't it? Uh, All those things break at the same time. Like... The devil's version of you wait for ages and three buses come along. I don't know. It's a terrible metaphor. My other unrecommendation, and this is something that I noticed as I started to get better and started to try walking a bit around town to get a bit of exercise. It's not actually new news. I've known this for a long time. I may have even complained about this before in this podcast, but it's been a while, and when you're ill, the little things that annoy you really, really irritate you. 
And one of the things I noticed, well, actually, it's one big thing to do with publishing, I suppose, although at the customer end, public libraries, they are incredibly undiverse. It is something that bothers me, and I should tell you up front that I have applied to work in libraries a few times unsuccessfully, so that might colour my perception, but it doesn't change the statistics. According to SILIP, which is some kind of organisation that looks into archives, libraries, things like that, their statistics show that 97% of librarians in the UK identify themselves as white. 97%. In my local area and in the central library that I use, I can't even remember ever seeing someone working there as a member of staff, not a volunteer, who was not white. And I've got to tell you, the area I live in is an incredibly diverse area. Probably more so than a lot of places in the UK. So that unfortunate dichotomy really sticks out. If you want to check those figures, the organisation's stats that I use was from a SILIP study from 2017. SILIP. C-I-L-I-P. Just Google it, you'll find the stats. The other thing that I noticed is booksellers, particularly Waterstones. Again, I think I may have seen one mixed-race person working in one of the Waterstones in my city. There are two of them, and that's in the last five years that I've lived here. Wait a minute, 2004 years. Yeah, about four years. And that's the same that goes for the libraries, although I can't remember seeing anyone who wasn't white ever working in a library. And that's not good. 97% for libraries. If you compare that to the UK workforce in general, again, I got that from these statistics, the percentage is 88% who self-identify as white. Almost a 10% difference. And the problem with it is obvious. It's not representative of society at large. And not only that, you always get the feelings that librarians in general may be left-leaning or liberal, small-c liberal, not the political party, but you know what I mean. And they tend to be people who you would assume try and make the library, I don't know, friendly. So really it is something that needs to be improved. Ah. Oh. I keep thinking of the film Get Out. Okay, let's leave that behind. And what else can I talk about? 
I've already been going on for 20 minutes now and I'm getting a bit tired so there isn't much else I want to talk about right now. Thanks for listening. I know my listener figures have plummeted over the last year. I think at the high point I was getting about 2,000. Now every month I'm lucky to make about 500. If you are one of those listeners, thank you for listening. That is it for now. I need a rest and I need to edit this podcast. This was Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show. The UK podcast for the Culture Geek, Technology Nerd and Creative Wizard. This was episode 221, recorded on Sunday the 28th of October 2018. And I didn't even say the start time. So if I started about 20 minutes ago, let's say... That was 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it is now 3.20 and 44 seconds in the afternoon. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!